Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. I don't know what happened to my voice there when I said my name, but... It sounded normal to me. It sounded oh, right to really? you. Oh, really? Oh, no. It sounded real scratchy. Oh, yeah. No, That's I didn't okay. notice. I was trying my Demi Moore accent. It sounded Just, good. I, okay, I liked it. great. <laughs> Impression, not accent. Um, so how's it going? Oh, this is Christmas week. Yeah. Merry Christmas week and happy Hanukkah week. And Hanukkah and week. And That's Kwanzaa right. week even. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy everything. We're in the holidays, and how are you feeling about it? About <laughs> the know? holidays? Yeah. Good. Um, I did have, you know, how we last week drew, I drew restriction. I drew that card again when I was tapping into what um, I should do for my topic of my video, my YouTube video that week. Yeah, and so I went deeper into that, and it what I had been feeling like, just resting a lot like I didn't feel like doing very many things mm -hmm. and I Me too. and I also felt really like my brain was <laughs> like I told Ted I was like I just feel like my brain is empty oh. <laughs> and it was actually kind of nice but I didn't want to do anything really sort of mm -hmm. it was like and that was what I tapped into with restrict that restriction card was like that it's aligned with the solstice. It, it's like this time of deep, deep yeah. stillness and darkness. And it's just this kind of natural time of feeling like our brains are empty and feeling like we want to rest. So yeah. um, it wasn't, I don't know, I felt a little grumpy when I had to work, when I felt like I needed to work. Mm -hmm. um, but but it wasn't like I didn't have the holiday problem. I didn't feel oh, like totally okay. depressed or anything. What about you? Um, well, I picked the card of, um, good kitty reversed. So it was about giving to people, right? I think it was spreading that self-love to other people. I was, what I remembered most from it was we are all good kitties. Like, yeah. that just really just remembering. Yeah, that, that we're all good kitties. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's such a good reminder. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we did have to say goodbye to one of our kitties this week, which I was know. sad. I'm yeah. so sorry. Thank you. We have, for people that don't know, we do rescue and we have, well, we had six cats with leukemia, which we have like this nice basement that my daughter's bedroom is in and everything. So we're able to rescue leukemia cats because they're highly contagious to other cats. So we always know, I was telling Tess earlier that we have a limited amount of time with them because they don't live um, often. If they, if they, you find out that they have it as a kitten, they often don't last like even a few weeks, but then mm -hmm. it's like a year and a half. And then I guess six years or anyway, they have um, shortened lights lifespan so we knew but it was it was still very sad yeah so I should have reminded her that we're all she's a good kitty we're I'm all sure good you kitty. did I'm I sure did. she we did have a meaningful time like she was really looking in my eyes the whole time which oh. was really nice and I called in I was telling you I called in Archangel Gabriel she really wanted Gabriel there and at the, it didn't really make sense to me because I didn't understand. I thought Gabriel was for kids, but Tess was telling me Gabriel helps usher souls to the through the transition. Yeah, 
Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad she asked for him. Is it him, right? I mean, angels, I, they are yeah. not really masculine Gendered. or feminine, but I think we do kind of tap into which one is, do we tap, do we feel more? And Gabriel yeah. usually, I think, actually, I think Gabriel's yeah. one where sometimes people say he and sometimes she. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because when I do it, it feels like it, he or she, they feel like a feminine, like kind of a perfect mix. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. could say that. So that happened. And then um, I had another situation where, yeah, it's interesting. It was exactly the cards because I felt a lot of restriction and then also a lot of giving and like spreading love. Yeah. Too. So and I'm also really feeling just like, no, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Except like what I want to do. I will say I also had a burst of creativity this week and I started finally started writing my novel that oh. I've been literally wanting to write. I don't know. It's been many, many years. I mean, for those who don't know, I used to write screenplays and um, TV stuff and I've been wanting to write a novel. And anyway, I was like, I kept getting stopped by it. And then I was like, I'm just going to write down whatever I want. So it's turning out to be like a contemporary romance novel. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Like a rom-com kind of thing. You know, uh, not like, yeah. not like, um, you know, like Fabio. Is that who you see? <laughs> romance novel? Yes. Yeah. Not, so that, not kind. Like that kind. More like a, like if a, a rom-com was a novel. Is there, like, are there mystical, magical aspects to you, or? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I mean, because I just started it. I'm excited. I can't wait to read yeah. it. It's really fun. And that's actually when I had my angel reading with Tanya Richardson, which was so great. She told me, I think I've mentioned this already, that I, they were saying I should write a young adult novel, but that I should like that getting lost in it for half an hour a day would just feel really good to me. Yeah. And it really does. That's what I feels can so feel good. that too. Like just instead of like you thinking, oh, I need to complete this or it needs yes. to, like just like giving yourself that time, like meditating or something like I'm just yeah. going to I can delete it all later. But it's just like. The and point getting is lost to show up and yeah mm -hmm. and getting lost in the story of it like the yeah. characters like I can't wait to visit them so I have been doing that which How is fun. so fun yeah so that was good this week um all right what do we do now <laughs> <laughs> next so that's yes. our check in yeah yeah that was um, our check in for the ne week next we're we're just going to remind you guys about goddess provisions this oh, yeah. is a really cool subscription service. It's only $33 a month and then you get five to six full-size self-care, mystical type self-care stuff that's vegan and cruelty-free and they plant mm -hmm. a tree for every box they send. I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. we really personally love it. Love it. Oh yeah, crystals. God. Altar cloths yeah. and crystals and yeah. Face yeah, products ugh. and little spell things yeah. it's really <laughs> worth it it's fun well <laughs> things it's the best so you can to support our podcast you can go to magicmondaypodcast.com and then you'll see a goddess provisions banner on the side on the right on the bottom right or we also link it in the show notes so click on it from our website if you're going to purchase it so yeah you can make a little, a little yeah exactly and you'll get some great stuff Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay. So now do we go to questions? Sure. Yeah. I should maybe write that down so I know what I'm what we do each week. But you say you're fine with it. Yeah, I can totally be the director of that. Okay, great. Our so- cruise ship director. <laughs> Um, um, yeah. I have the questions here. Shall I read? Or do you oh, have okay. them also? I do, but that's great. I'll Go read ahead. one and you read one. Does that sound good? Yeah, I feel like the second one is better for you. Oh, okay. But the one from matter. Kaylee? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Kaylee asks, hi, I've got a question too. I've always been a solitary practitioner and have never done any kind of rituals with other people. But it turns out that some of my favorite coworkers are witches too. One's a beginner and one's solitary like me. We want to do things together, but where do we start? Is there a resource for getting a coven started? I mean, that's so fun that you found other witches. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's Congratulations. really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how she found them. Um, oh, like found out that they were mm-hmm. also witches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. a good story there, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, there are books about it. I have read them, a couple of them. Um, I, but I really honestly would say... I just like to get together with my magical friends and then just do what we feel like doing. So, I mean, it does seem like um, I did kind of realize at some point that it was good for me to plan what we were doing and to Mm -hmm. lead because it seemed like it was kind of, I mean, in my case here in Colorado when I moved here and I met some witches in a similarly fortuitous way, um, it was my idea. I was like, okay, guys, come come over. This is the yeah. coven. You know, yeah. we're going to do some magic. <laughs> and since it was my idea, I did realize, like, it helped me to, for me to kind of have a framework. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, okay, you, it, you know, it, when I wanted everyone to contribute, like, it is good to just kind of, I think if you're the one who wants to do it or if you invite people over to have someone to just kind of, not like you have to be technically the leader. I mean, I just like the the casual aspect of it of like, okay, come over. Here's my general idea. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. write something. Maybe I'll, and mm-hmm. I'll tell them like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to walk to this cliff and mm-hmm. then we're going to take some deep breaths and we're going to stand in a circle and we're going to call on the divine in this way. And we're going to call on the elements and, you know, just kind of give them a sense of what we're mm-hmm. going to do and then kind of reform it and then that's let very them contribute. Because that Why? sounds extremely like <laughs> you're like I'm not going to tell them what to do, but we're going to go here. We're going to call in <laughs> no, the elements. No, no, I did. I did realize that it is good to like oh, have, oh, to oh. take that mantle of leadership. You know what I mean? I like see. since okay, it was yeah. since I was like, okay, yeah, guys, come over and we're going to do a ritual. <laughs> like it was not like initially I thought come over and we'll just plan it together I see, and, I get but it. then I realized like it is good to kind of and then if someone else later yeah. wants to be like okay I'll plan this one then they can but I think if you're kind of wanting to take the initiative to get a coven going I think it's a good idea to have a loose idea of what you're doing but yeah. I would run it by them and be like okay what do you guys think like and then yeah. if they had ideas that we could put them in there too it wasn't like I, I didn't want to be the czar of the Right. But I did just want to hold. I think it is with groups in general, with even with just like any kind of gathering to kind of hold a have a structure so that Mm -hmm. you feel like you can really express the magic within that sort of anchored structure. Yeah, it's kind of like when I tell people in readings, actually, if someone's ever like, I don't know, just look at my space. It's like a general I always say a general reading gives you 
a general reading, <laughs> you know, like you oh, don't get yeah. real specific. And it's same thing like that. Like it, if you want to be more specific, then you'll get more specific results. Yes, you know? totally. And that yeah. actually reminds me that I did also realize as I started working with the coven that it's cool to have a theme, you know, like yeah. if you're doing a winter solstice ritual, maybe the theme could be generosity or oh. rebirth, you know, and if it's solstice, I think one time at solstice, um, I mean, summer solstice, I had the theme of love, just love. Mm. And so I think that's a cool kind of way to have that anchor like you're talking about. Yeah, that's specific. Nice. Well, this is interesting, actually, because I realized this week that I really am a witch, which I had never really. Yeah, I didn't really because I'm I always separated the idea of like energy healing and stuff from like witchcraft, I guess. But I started listening to more. I I and it was a long path to this, but I um, found this witch. Her name's Amanda Yates Garcia, I think. Have you heard of her? She wrote that this book called familiar to me. Initiation. Oh, she was okay. actually on Witch Wave podcast oh. last week, um, which is how I heard about her. And I got her book, um, which I just started, but it's really good. It's a memoir of a witch. Um, and she was raised by a witch. Mm. And um, anyway, everything she sends out, if you sign up for her newsletter, she sends out this little PDF of like basic witchery. And I was like, oh, I do all of this. (laughs) I just don't call it witchcraft. Um, So anyway, so I feel like I don't and I don't call it a coven, but I mean, I want to now. It's kind of exciting Mm -hmm. to realize like, oh, I can, this is my coven. But um. I would just say like it's similar to like I hosted a vision boarding, you know, afternoon a few weeks ago. It's like a similar thing, um, bringing people together who are into magic. And it's just like, oh, this is what we're going to do today. So like she was saying, she already does rituals and she does it by herself. So just be like, hey, are you you all interested in this ritual, Mm -hmm. you know, or this idea, you know, come over. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like it needs to be like complicated. No, and it'll get easier over time to feel – because I remember when I first started working magic with the group, it actually was in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. and I remember feeling more self-conscious about like, Mm. okay, everyone – Here's what, because it was the same where I was like, I was really the driving force. And then I was like, okay, here we're going to go. Here we're going to do this ritual. And I would like lead it, but it was kind of embarrassing for me at first. Mm. And then it became, started to feel more like a natural thing, just like solitary witchcraft starts to become more natural after you practice it for a while. Yeah. I think it's like even like hosting a game night. You have a purpose. You're there to do the game, you know, only in this case, it's like, even cooler because like you're there to like create something like money or you know more abundance or whatever yeah I like the and and it does it is really cool when you have a group because you can feel the energy reverberating and increasing and then totally you know what I'm talking about yeah the more people there are I mean that's why I was saying like I didn't call it witchcraft but I mean I definitely called Brett into my life (laughs) and I did it through certain manifesting techniques that I guess, you know, you could call spells, which I didn't at the time. But um, when I did, I would do it with other people. Um, 
And I totally felt the power of when I did it alone as opposed to doing it with other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it has its own amplifies. Mm-hmm. Amplifies is a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really natural. A lot of people say that. Like I like I have a friend here who's actually in my coven. I feel like I enlisted her into the coven before <laughs> she really was committed in any way to being a witch. <laughs> but she then she started to be like, oh, I have been doing this. Like I have yeah. been a witch. And I think it's kind yeah. of like this – and I, I remember being a little, little girl and doing rituals that no one taught me. You know, it's, right. there's like a, just a yeah. kind of a natural, it's like we were born this way. Well, I mean, we were, of course, I've been, you know, I mean, I was telling you, I've had multiple lifetimes of being a healer and, mm-hmm. you know, being persecuted, killed for it. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that's part of the resistance. Oh, I guess. It was, mm-hmm. you feel like it was resistance? I thought it was just maybe you just didn't name it that. Oh, well, I personally don't feel resistant to it, but I just mean like, I feel like there's a cultural resistance to the word oh, witch. And so sometimes right. people don't like, they don't come to that word naturally be, just because there's a resistance culturally. Oh, so right. it's like people don't want to call it that, even in like, say, the manifestation books or whatever it was that I was reading like they wouldn't call it witchcraft maybe because that sounds evil or whatever yeah. you know but yeah it is. yeah I mean I don't I feel like language doesn't necessarily matter like if you yeah. call it witchcraft or you don't call it witchcraft but I will say it does seem like there's something pretty liberating about calling it witchcraft I think so too you know it's what I mean? exciting to me good congratulations it, yeah, thank you all right Let's move on to the next question. This is from Maria. She says, hey, Tess and Natasha, I wanted to know what your advice would be to balance being a stay-at-home mom and wanting to continue my spiritual journey. Some days it feels like there is just no time to delve into my practice anymore now that I have a child, who I love, of course. I feel like all moms always say that, like we have to say it, like, I love them. (laughs) We We know know you love them. Um, He is not quite old enough to take part with me yet. I'm not sure how to bring back the spark. Uh, Thank you. So um, I will say, I mean, it really depends on how old they are. Um, Definitely for me, I mean, I just, I needed the help from my partner or I never would have done it. So I don't know how, um, how much help you have or whatever. I would say, yeah, the first thing for me that's always important is just doing something in the morning. Like if I don't do some kind of practice in the morning, and it can even be two minutes if that's all you have at the time. But to really, and I again, I don't know how old your child is, so it's a baby, a real little baby. There may be no technical morning because <laughs> if they're, but at some point they wake up for the day. So, um, I mean, if like the night lasts kind of all night long when they're up every two hours or whatever. But, um, but yeah, just something in the morning, I would say, just like calling your energy back to you or if you already had a morning ritual, applying some of it like maybe 30 seconds of meditation or one minute or whatever it is that you can do to ground yourself to center yourself um you can even use like if it's a child that's still in the stroller like use that time to 
while you're walking with them to like call your energy back to you. Just notice your feet on the earth, um, you know, do a walking meditation. Just kind of try to weave it in as much as you can to your daily practice. And um, also, I'm going to talk about this in the energy report, but the the thing about putting your hand on your heart and just checking in um, and just saying like something that you love about yourself or some, or just notice or that you're proud of yourself, even that, I mean, to me, that has been like life-changing. I realize I thought it up, so it sounds <laughs> real uh, egotistical, but I've been doing that this week, which I was going to talk about, but it has truly been so hugely life-shifting and it's really quick. Like you could just putting your hand on your heart is so grounding and then tuning into your inner child and just saying like, like, hi, I see you (laughs) and something that you love about them. I mean, just little things like that. That's, I mean, that's a spiritual practice. Yeah, I love that. And it doesn't sound egotistical for you to say that in any way. Um, But yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I feel like Having that time and space, like you said, in the morning, just even a couple minutes. And then throughout the day, I mean, my spiritual practice is like you can put magic into taking a shower. Yes. Like this morning, almost every morning, I brush my cat solo. And that it feels very spiritual to me. Yes. That's so cute. And it's like the only, he's not a real cuddly cat at all. Like Ted and I joke about, like, oh, he's cuddling when he just kind of sits next to us (laughs) on the couch. But when I brush him, he will, like, just nuzzle his head against my leg and purr and just really soak it in. And that there is, like, a real, to me, there's a real spiritual thing to kind of him purring and me brushing him and it being real quiet and early in the morning. And just, I mean, that's just one example. You can put magic into your food while you're cooking it. You can eat mindfully. You can Mm -hmm. notice the nature outside the window bring your attention back to your breath and that's to me that's really the best thing about the magical spiritual path is that interweaving of it into everyday life yeah which which is you know that's also like Taoism and tantra yoga Mm -hmm. means yoke means interweaving you know the physical and the spiritual it's that interweaving of Mm. spiritual and mundane I think that is so precious yeah I mean I definitely do it all day long I'm I try to be and it doesn't have to be like a serious thing that's the thing it's just being aware of where you are being checking in with your body like where am I holding tension that's spiritual practice that's Mm -hmm. just being aware of where you are yeah definitely Mm -hmm. I think having cats is very spiritual <laughs> it is when you pet them when I wake up in the morning and I hug Greg my cat and I'm just so grateful for him I mean that's one thing the first thing I do in the morning is think of five things I'm grateful for really feel it and breathe in gold light that's just like I mean if you do that I think that's if that's all you can do that's still something yeah, totally. And I would think I don't have a baby and I've never had a baby, but I would think that <laughs> holding a baby would be a pretty spiritual thing too. Yeah, it can be if they're not screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all relationships are spiritual if you allow them to be, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. that's how we grow mostly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now is it my time? 
it's it's your time it's my time <laughs> all right it's time for the energy report okay <laughs> were you judging your singing it's just the end it's just the end it's going I, too high that's okay i don't know i liked it I, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you have to coach me through it, <laughs> talk me down out of it. Okay, so again, it is. I'm just still seeing the same thing where we're really shedding ancestral patterning, um, bringing in more self love, yada yada yada. <laughs> but I actually did. I mean, so I thought of a couple of things that I could say here to. Um, help which is one thing I was realizing maybe some people aren't conscious of what the patterning from your parents or past lives are so I was thinking we could you could do a journaling practice where you just kind of free form write um like what is affecting me how does this how does my patterning affect me what's holding me back what kind of energy do I feel vague or strongly is um, not aligned with expressing my highest self. And so just do a little journaling about that. And then once you know it, you can, I act, I learned this new thing that really reminded me of the violet flame. So instead, uh-huh. yeah, because someone was teaching me about this, that to use like they use purple paint, this image of purple paint with patterning. But I was like, I was just think, but then they have to blow it up. But if you just use the violet flame, it's already burning. You don't have to blow it that, up. All in one. <laughs> That's really right. So convenient. You can, yeah. So if you um, do that, that journaling and then just kind of go into a little meditation and imagine that energy pattern you can either imagine who it's from or not you don't have to just getting that feeling and then put it into that violet flame and then just watch it burn up and release from your body from your energy field um and then another thing that i was learning was that um there is so much light coming in i'm definitely seeing that from my guides and I'm hearing it from different places. Like Ma- I was getting that anyway. And of course, whenever I listen to Molly McCord, the astrologer, she's always like, that's what I was seeing too. Uh. So she was saying that there's um, a lot of light coming in, but you have to give it permission, which I think is always true. But it's just nice to know if there is an extra, if, since we're getting extra help, to just consciously say, I allow in more light to heal these old patternings that don't fit me anymore Mm. so just consciously allowing this in and I've said this in a couple places but I my guide sent me this image of like putting these Christmas light like fairy lights all around your aura and then feeling lit up by that oh I love that that's so great yes I love it too. So like if you're going out just on that or wherever you are, but I think it's fun to imagine like if you're feeling kind of tired or whatever, just feeling those Christmas light or fairy lights and allowing that light into your your body. And it's funny because I had had that thought a few weeks ago and then she was saying her guides told her, Molly McCord, that she got an image of a tanning bed, but with lights. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, similar. And, like bringing yeah. in that, just like letting yourself absorb it. Yeah, exactly. I do kind of prefer the fairy lights for myself because it feels more like 
light and magical. I think I just have a negative attachment to tanning beds. Yeah. It feels like more in- A carcinogen. Yeah. <laughs> but it's obviously that's not what she meant. Yeah. But yeah, so just making sure because these soul contracts do have, there's just like of these past life patternings, there's a lot of energy to it. And if you're not in alignment with it, with it anymore, you know, just consciously, intentionally saying like, no, I'm giving this to the violet flame and I'm consciously taking in my highest possible light and like fairy lights, well, however you want to do it. Um, it's really going to help to open up the self-love portal even more and be more of who you are. I love that. I was just yesterday, I was thinking about how much I have shifted my body image and my relationship with food and yeah. how um, and how that has been an ancestral pattern. I mean, really oh, strong on yes. both sides. And um, But what I was thinking about was that um, Louise Hay thing, how she says, you are the only thinker in your mind. And mm. it just, even though I've thought about it before many times, it just really like, no, really? Like I get to decide what I think about yeah. my body and how I feel about it and about food and about my relationship with the physical world. Like really, 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 I'm the only thinker in my mind. And it just was this like really freeing yes. portal where it went beyond just intellectualizing it into like sensing that how true that uh, is is so liberating that's so great yeah when you said that I was just thinking about um a client that I spoke to earlier who was like doing a lot of mind reading and lord knows I've done a lot of mind reading um and just that thought like wait a minute I'm the one thinking this they can't it's not them thinking these things <laughs> you know what like I mean? about like, you yeah or yeah. or like oh let's say like if you're worried about someone's gonna be mad at you for setting a boundary or something oh yeah actually no that's just me worrying that they're going to be mad that's not actually them being mad right you know and so I don't have to, I could use this energy to breathe into my feelings and be like well that feels hard when someone's mad like how are you feeling you know like yeah. and give myself love about that fear um and know it's like not happening now so what do I need obviously I need something if I'm worrying I love so, that yeah yeah so you and can give yourself that and that helps us connect more deeply with other people too when we're not assuming we know what they think and I mean, that's a favor to do them because we don't, I mean, yes. I wouldn't want my friends to think I was thinking things about them that I wasn't or, yes. you know, that I didn't want them to set boundaries or something. So yes. to give people the benefit of the doubt that they are not, you know, not wanting us to have healthy boundaries. Yeah. You know? Or <laughs> even do. if it is someone who, let's say you have a history, they have a history of doing this with you by caring for yourself you're going to be in a more neutral place when you do deal with them rather than spending your time worrying about their reaction instead of spending that time nurturing yourself you're just going to feel happier i mean it's yeah. just a release because you yeah. are the only one in your brain so yeah and then it for love and then over time that also sets the boundary of like who do you really want in your space? Like you want people who yes. do respect your boundaries and do want you to thrive and to be yourself and to say what's true for you. So if you do that and people get uncomfortable, you know, then they might not be people you want around anyway. Right. That's right. And then feeling into those disappointed feelings, giving yourself love for that. It's just learning to nurture ourselves. We are not taught that as a society uh -huh. as a whole. 
You know, we're just not. We're taught to ignore our feelings. We're taught to, you know, that it's selfish or whatever. Yeah. So this is like, it's really radical to nurture yourself. Yeah. And accept and, yourself and approve yes. of yourself. And it's better for everybody. It isn't selfish. It's, no. It's, yeah. It's better for everybody. I mean, you're totally. going to be a nicer person if you're kinder to yourself. And you're modeling this behavior and um, you're, you're expecting other people to support you and giving them that kind of that benefit of the doubt mm. so that they feel nourished. I mean, there is there's yeah, so many like waves of positivity when we are. Yeah, nurture ourselves. Yeah. All right. So that was that. I don't want to say it again because I don't want. <laughs> but it's complete. It's complete. Okay, this lesson nice. has been complete. <laughs> okay. Do you ever do workouts online? That's what they say sometimes. Oh, e fitness blender? Yeah, you do that too? Every day I do fit. Almost every day. I oh love God. fitness blender. Write that say. down in the show notes because okay. I also do fitness blender. Oh, yeah. That's Aren't they so, so funny. cute. Yes. Kelly and Daniel. I only like to do Kelly's workouts. Oh, I don't really? know. I have a thing about working out to a man. <laughs> But I thought even if it's on the so TV. sweet. They're so really? they're both so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> How funny that you only like what about when they do it together when they do it? I don't like together? it. I only choose her workouts. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. <laughs> he annoys me. I don't know why. Really? I, I in do... general, I don't like to work out with men leading me. <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I like them both. Hmm. Yeah, they are nice, though. But they do no. at the end, they say, this workout is complete. And it did yeah. remind me of that one. <laughs> talking about this energy report is complete. And Fitness Blender is free, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really great. I love, mm. I actually use their calendar. I like thinking up. Do you ever do that? Oh, they have mm. a calendar in their website, and then I get their workout programs. And oh. then each day I see what's in store oh, for the gosh. day. I love that's, it. Is that the only workout you do? Uh, yeah, unless I go hiking. Nice. So that's your workout is Fitness Blender. Mm-hmm. Does, does it ever get, real quick question, does it ever <laughs> get boring doing the same workouts? There's because so many. I feel I like know. there's so, so mm. many. And then they're always putting out new workout plans oh. with like their newest videos. Oh. So I always, because they're like nine ninety nine for like an eight week program or something. And I then you see. can but use them free. over and over again. Well, just... it is free. They are free workouts, but the workout programs, they just kind of schedule them for you. I so see. You want to pay for the scheduling. Well, and you can use them over and over. So it's like right. if you get to the end of the eight weeks, you can schedule another eight weeks. Oh, sorry. If you heard my app, my little spiritual reminder, affirmation reminder app just went off. Oh, what's that? It's um it's a course in miracles. It's the daily oh. course in miracles affirmations. They send you one. There's every... an app because they. Uh -huh. uh, it's like I don't have you ever read a course in miracles uh -huh. or done it. You know well, they have the daily like meditations. Uh -huh. Yeah, there's an app where you and they, you're supposed to throughout the day at certain times repeat the meditation or the affirmation. Oh, I so like that. yeah, it's a really it's called ACIM Remind. Hmm. Does that cost money? I think maybe it was like a dollar ninety nine mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, or maybe five ninety nine. I don't know. Something like well, that. here you go. A further answer to the question earlier. That's another way to add some spirituality. Just get like an app reminder. Yeah, of something of like mm -hmm. an affirmation. I always think that's really good. Having a mantra when you're in a hard time. 
Oh, yeah. Or even in a busy time is really good to just like come back to it. Totally. That's what I was saying. I, I will conclude this, but that thing that I guess I won't take credit because my guides actually told me about it to put your my hand on my heart. It was the thing from last week and every hour check in and I haven't been able to do it every hour. I haven't remembered, but whenever I remember and I just think of something I'm proud of, it really builds up this relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it really, but like, um, I never think of the right word for this, but just like enforces it. Yeah. And Brett was doing it. We were in the car and I was like, oh, let's do it. And it really was very powerful for him too. Oh, that's I mean, awesome. Yeah. Cause he never acknowledges himself. And so he's like finding ways other than through the family, because that he does acknowledge himself with to acknowledge himself. It's very powerful. Mm. Okay. So now it's time for you. So now it's time for practical magic. So this week we are officially in Capricorn season. So we're going to start feeling like, you know, setting goals in motion in the physical world. As and I told you, I bought too many planners. Oh, Tess yeah. told me I don't need five planners. <laughs> I had none. Too, and I went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe um, just one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so this is really fun. So on the 26th, which if you're in the UK, it is Boxing Day. Um, is the new moon. It's also it's actually the night of the 25th, Christmas, and or the early, early morning of the 26th, depending on where you are in the world. Most of the United States, it's on the night of the 25th is the new moon. And the eclipse, right? Right. And the solar eclipse as well. Uh, so in Capricorn, because it's mm. Capricorn season, so yeah. new moon is Capricorn. And so this is a great day to do a crystal grid. Because, oh, yeah. Someone had asked about that before. Oh, yeah. So, Capricorn is an earth sign. And as I said, it's really so much about Capricorn just loves to work hard, to be determined, to just steadily climb the mountain of your goals. Mm. So, to do a crystal grid, which so it really works with earth energy and sacred geometry, it's a way to anchor in your goals for this new year ahead. I mean, so many of us are caught up in that. It's like, the cultural uh, desire to improve ourselves in the new year, we mm-hmm. want to make sure to channel that in a positive way, not to get to lean mm-hmm. into. There is a Capricorn tendency to lean into being critical of ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. I need to get my shit together and what's my problem? So if you notice that, just lovingly shift it into like, isn't it going to be fun to work <laughs> on this stuff, to write my novel or to, mm-hmm. you know, put one foot in front of the other in this way that is just really going to nourish me, you know, shift it into evolving in a loving way rather than resolving to mm-hmm. change your evil ways. You know, you don't yeah. have to think of it in that way. But if you can just set an intention and you can think of like the physical things you want to do, but maybe you could think of an intention, like a one word intention that encompasses the actual physical things. So, Mm. you know, if it's like you want to build a new business or you want to write your book, you know, you can think of those things consciously, even write them out in the present tense as if already true. Like I complete my book and I create Mm. a beautiful business, but then have maybe an overarching positive word that might be like focus or success Mm. or 
um, positive expansion to be your theme for your crystal grid. Mm. And if you haven't done a crystal grid before, it's really, really fun. So to get, I loved personally, you don't have to do this, but I loved when I made some crystal grids last year. I got some cloths. I just love this world we live in where you can go on Etsy <laughs> and you can type in crystal grid cloth and then you can order uh, a crystal yeah. grid cloth, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> so, a great world. I know. It's so easy to be a witch these days. It is so, yeah, it's so fun. So it's so cool to get a cloth. You could get one, you could see what shapes really called to you. I'm feeling like Meta, you might want to look up Metatron's cube. It's a kind mm-hmm. of a nice mm-hmm. earthy, it brings in the universal, uh, like divine orchestration energy, and it anchors it in. Um, but you might also be drawn to the flower of life pattern. That's an old standby. Lots of people love that one, and it is. It's grounded. It's structured, but it also focuses on expansion. Mm. So, or you might find another shape that you really feel drawn to, even like a pentagram um, or a six pointed mm-hmm. star. Do you See need what- a a cl- you don't need you a cloth. You don't need with a that. cloth. Okay. You don't need a cloth with any of these. I, I yeah. just liked personally thought it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. You could <laughs> even like print out a picture of this uh, a oh, sacred yeah. geometrical shape. Or if you like to draw, you could draw one. Oh, um, yeah. and you, or you could just position the crystals in, in a mandala form. It doesn't have to be on a grid. Yeah. Um, but so the way that you do it is, or the way that I have done it that I really enjoyed was to choose a focal point for the center. So mm-hmm. this might be like a crystal point. It could be like a big chunk of pyrite it's like something that feels like a good anchor for whatever your intention word is Mm, like a grounding crystal or or could you also use like quartz for amplifying yes you could use quartz i'm feeling like because it's capricorn like extra earthy crystals like Mm -hmm. i was thinking garnet agate Mm -hmm. quartz is a great one always for yeah crystal grid will benefit from quartz pyrite hematite stuff that really it's like anchoring in and working Mm -hmm. with earth energy feeling that weight like pyrite and hematite feel extra heavy you know yeah so but pick something you can just tune in if you go to the crystal store or if you look at the crystals you already have like what feels right for the center so this is Mm. like going to be the center of the mandala kind of like how you were talking about holding space in your coven Mm -hmm. totally yeah yeah that structure i was Mm -hmm. picturing something like that also and so you pick and, – and, of course, with all your crystals, you want to cleanse them maybe. I, I like to put my crystals in a running stream that mm. is goes by not too far away from my house, but you can just run them under cold water and or place them in bright sunlight for maybe five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Or you can sage them. There's many ways to cleanse crystals, but you want to yeah. start with that, and then you put your anchor crystal in the middle, and you can – also when you choose what crystals see what you're working with as far as your shape you might be just doing a free form mandala which is fine but if you have a crystal grid cloth you want to look at where the focal points are maybe you want to put like a certain number of crystals around the outside of it just kind of plan it out and then maybe there's certain points within it that you want to put crystals but then you choose which ones you want for what areas and count like okay I want six for around the the center and then I'm going to want you know 12 for these little spots 
And now, why would you want like certain crystals in certain areas? Well, it, the idea is the center is it's anchoring in your intention. And then when you place the other crystals around the outside, it's like you're moving your intention out into the I outside see. world. So whatever feels right to you, really, you tune in. Does that feel like, okay, I have this pyrite in the middle, then maybe I'll put these little clear quartz crystals around the outside to amplify it and then I'll put some garnets to anchor it in and to mm -hmm. help like help me feel grounded and help me feel like inspired and to move it out into the world so it just kind of think of that it's going to be really intuitive and creative mm -hmm. but you do want to think about that dynamic of moving the energy from the initial um Anchoring. anchor yeah out to the world so mm -hmm. you start with the center and move out from there mm -hmm. you can't do it wrong no no yes that's a good Nothing way to think wrong. of it yeah and then do you when you're done do you just say like your intention or are you thinking about your intention the whole time or is there a yeah. way to close it or as you do it when i did it i maybe i lit a candle i imagine i lit a candle yeah, and then i on. You're always gonna light a candle, <laughs> right? Maybe incense, <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, then yeah, I had that intention throughout the whole time. Like I felt like I'm setting up this, I'm working with the sacred geometry, the energies of the earth, with my intention and moving this intention out. And then um, I think I probably admired it, like oh, there it is, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like <laughs> felt <laughs> the beauty of it mm -hmm. and felt the energy of it. And um, I know I left it out for a while. I think I left it out for a whole moon cycle. Oh, nice. Yeah. and um, Like on your altar or I I had them because I did three. <laughs> I did three uh -huh. at once when I did it because I was writing an article and I wanted to have three different like actual crystal grids to talk about in the article. So mm. it depended on what the intention was for it, where I put it in the house because of feng shui. Like I thought uh, of the different okay. feng shui areas so one I had on our table downstairs and then one I had on my altar and then one I had by my bed oh, but okay if it, you're thinking of success and goals I mean it could just be on your altar or somewhere that feels right usually there's going to be a place that feels right to you yeah um but you could think of like the if you're standing at the front door and then you're looking into your house mm -hmm. the back side of your house and then the middle area that's fame and reputation in feng shui so that's how you're seen and known in the world mm. the far left hand corner is wealth and prosperity so that might be where you would want to put it if you're thinking of building a business or mm. increasing your income that's where but, our kitchen sink is oh yeah the kitchen is a nice place for the for wealth and prosperity is it mm -hmm. because it's where we have our food which is for so long oh, yeah, humans associate true. your stores of food with your abundance oh, yeah and that is the room I keep the cleanest. Oh, yeah. And also the oven is a symbol of wealth and prosperity. Oh, no. You pick the one thing I don't clean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can be actually all on oh. its own. If you feel like cleaning the oven, you can okay. do it with the intention of increasing prosperity. Okay. We could light a candle, play some music, and oh. just cleaning the oven can be Go a Go to it. Spell. I don't even know how to clean an oven, but... I'll Google it. Yeah, Google it. Mm-hmm.
<laughs> All right. Well, that was great. Oh, was there more? Um, you know, I mean, I would say if you want to kind of like do a closing, I probably did. I probably like I would I would recommend just kind of energetically letting it go. Once you create it, there it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and yeah. And you're like, as important. you create with any spell or yeah. anything you want to manifest, as you're creating it, it's like you're building the energy. And then at some point you you enjoy it, it appreciate the beauty in this case, and then let it be like, oh, yeah, this is an offering. All the energy that I've created, I'm releasing. It will go where it needs to go and swirl around and come back to me in the perfect way and at the perfect time. So just a kind of a simple releasing yeah, like that. that. And of course, before you do it, you probably will want to call on the divine in a way that feels powerful for you too. And then yeah. give thanks afterwards, gratitude for these conditions already being present. You want to feel like they're already present and you feel so much gratitude for it and then you let it go. Okay, I love that. Yeah, I like to give it up to source and just be like whatever – However it comes to me is perfect. Yeah, because that's part, That's who we are too. I mean, that's yes. ultimately our true identity is one with all that is. And that's who the part of us that we're working with when we work magic and manifestation. So to remember like, okay, yes, there's this little me that's creating this crystal grid. But then I'm, okay, here's the offering to the part of me that is has the perspective that sees all and knows all, like letting it go to that as an offering. Yeah, I love that. All right. So now should we, we'll do our housekeeping, which is you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com and you can ask us a question on there um, and sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. And you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. And where can they find you? Is that all the places? Oh, wait, you can also. Oh, wait, I will also say thank you so much for reviewing. If you want to give us a holiday present, it would be great if you reviewed and um, rated and or rated our podcast on Apple. We would be so grateful. So grateful. Um, Was there something else? Oh, well, we're just going to tease that Tess and I are working up a Patreon page which should be super fun for everybody lots of special things you get if you are a patreon no pressure at all you can still listen to this podcast for free and we love you and appreciate you whatever yeah. happens yeah we're excited about that though that's gonna very be exciting. fun yeah it'll be really fun and also we are on facebook too we are on oh, magic right. monday pod is our Facebook page. And then we also have a group that's Magic Monday Podcast Listeners. Yes. And that group is really nice. And um, it's, yeah, great place to go if you want to ask questions and stuff for yeah, the pod or whatever. It's a, it's a nice little community and it's it growing. Is. Yeah. Um, and what about you? Where can we find you? Well, you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst, author, Twitter, Tess Whitehurst, YouTube, Tess Whitehurst, and <laughs> Instagram, Tess4444. That's right. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there or schedule a session with me um, and on Instagram at highestlighthealing. All right. So now we're going to pick our card for the week. This what are Hanukkah you? Christmas week. You know, I'm still doing this cat tarot that oh. you, because I love it so much. I'm it's so glad you love so it. Great. Oh my gosh. It's the best. Tales of the Mystical Cats. 
tarot. They say it's tarot, and it is based on it, but they also tell you, give you a little message. I was I wondering last week about the good kitty. Was it which tarot card was that related to? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, that okay. was I was like, huh, wonder what this one is. Because <laughs> <laughs> most of them do, so it must be something related to something. We just don't know what. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what it was. I don't know. All right, what are you reading from? I'm reading from the Star Tarot by Kathy McClelland. It's really beautiful. And I is already that new? Do. Um, I have drawn from it before, but oh, not okay. super often. Okay. And it's so pretty. I love this tarot deck. And I already drew it. Can I start? You can. It's the Knight of Wands. It's so <sighs> exciting, so, like, fiery. It's a um, message of of fire let me that's funny <laughs> let me look it up okay it's a message of fire the knight of wands is that what you said yeah mm-hmm. i'm i mean i know a basic idea of it but it's um the knight of wands is the sun warrior of creative will and life force he embodies the elements of air mind and fire spirit Balancing and integrating divine intellect with the fiery masculine life force that expands into spiritual creative force. I was like tuning into those things, but all that I was able to say was a message of fire. But so that's the, funny. I, yeah. The ahead. Knight of Wands, and I mean, there's a lot, but I'm just yeah. going to read some of it. The Knight of Wands and Archangel Michael energies oh. are one and the same. You can oh. see he's like a fiery knight type guy. Yeah. Um, when the Knight of Wands <laughs> arrives in your life, get ready for some real adventure. He indicates travel, change, or challenge, sometimes unexpected. There is electricity in the air. It's a great time to put ideas in motion. The Knight brings a surge of creative energy that needs a grounding outlet, like a crystal grid. Oh, he yeah. in- <laughs> he <laughs> indicates a need to learn how to harness this energy by setting boundaries and making a plan. He encourages you to take spiritually inspired adventures or trips. He sparks interest in expanding your creative horizons. The night's strong creative energy and intuitive inspiration will ignite the life force within, awakening the soul self. You become mm. a channel for divine inspiration that wants to be manifested. You feel alive and inspired, wanting to engage with the world around you. There's a lot more, but you get the yeah. idea. It's like, I feel like that um, feeling that we've been having around solstice that came up as restriction, that mm-hmm. like we're moving forward now, you know, like we're mm-hmm. getting it going. I think Mars is in Scorpio now, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that's pretty fiery, even though Scorpio is water. Yeah. No, I but Scorpio is the fire of water. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that goes along with it. And I picked seven of fire. Ooh. Which in the, yeah, I feel like maybe you kept saying fire because I was looking at the word fire over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this case... These kitties are in a big fight. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot of, but can you see? There's just, they're, they're in a cat fight. Oh, okay. But this says, um, fire cats never shrink from a fight when right is on their side. Ooh. Challenges to territory are decided not through physical prowess alone, but by the intensity of personal power. When a cat faces opponents who want to chase him from his rightful place, he fends them off with a fiery show of strength and courage. These cats shall not pass. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, <laughs> this is, I'm never reading from anything but this deck. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of our cat Ron, who's like this most adorable black cat who's like so like round and did I already talk about this that he attacked our pit bull once no I mean I don't know I don't think so our pit bull we had just gotten him he's now passed but um and he had woken up like one of the cats scared him by waking him up and he kind of just went like like growled but didn't do really anything and Ron (laughs) tore across the room and just started attacking his face oh (laughs) I felt so bad for him he was so sweet he just had he hung his head really oh. low and just allowed him to poor get, baby oh i felt he was the most saddest dog Ugh, oh. that poor thing but um and he still ron like there was thunder a loud thunder the other day and ron like tried to find it to attack it oh like he's the sweetest thing <laughs> but he will go after anyone who is like trying to hurt his brother or oh. just like it's so cute i can't that is it. so cute oh. i like that that's how he deals with threats is he's oh like where God. is it i'm gonna get it exactly <laughs> he just goes right towards it it is so oh, cute if you that's... saw his cute little face oh my <laughs> god i love him he's our cat with diabetes anyway and then by the way when we test him for diabetes which we have to do every day test his blood sugar he purrs the whole time Oh, I mean, what a great cat. What anyway, this maybe cat- we could post a picture of Ron yeah. on the Instagram page. We've got to. I mean, yeah. we can't stand without that cuteness. Okay, so the cat's advice of Seven of Fire is, even though the odds may seem to be against you, you are in a position of power as long as your cause is just. Others may challenge you and test your commitment to the course you have chosen. Stay true to your ideals. All right. It's kind yeah. of like the night of wands right i know it does seem like our message is to be fire warriors this week yeah and just know what's right know your you know trust your gut what's right and fight for what you need to fight for stand for your ideals including your creative ideas it seems like yes and i think after because this week it is uh the sun has been reborn you know so tapping into that fiery sun energy letting that even though it's still the dark half of the year the sun has begun its ascent so tapping into that expansion of light yes and yeah i love that all right well have a wonderful holiday week everyone thank you for listening we love you we love you Workout is complete.